It's the season of giving, so what better gift can you think of than a Christmas episode of The Specialist? I'm your host, Rob Barnard, and in this Christmas episode, we'll be talking to mortgage industry legend and Chief Executive Officer of Simply Biz Mortgages, Martin Reynolds, to guide us through the past, the present and future ghosts of the mortgage market in our own rendition of Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So, grab yourself a mince pie, pop your feet up for an extra portion of The Specialist. Picture the scene. On this cold and blustery December day in old London town, myself and Martin are sitting solemnly in the recording studio. For a while now, we've been scratching our heads about the changes in the mortgage market due to the ever-changing economy. That's until a powerful gale blew through the studio's window and magically allowed us to embark on an adventure to the past, the present and the future. We'll be looking back at events in the past and how they have affected the market, considering what we can do in the present to help and support our colleagues and clients in these challenging times, and hopefully show you the bright future our industry has in the months and years ahead. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined today by Simply Biz CEO Martin Reynolds. Martin's been around the mortgage industry nearly as long as I have. Um, I've done my research. I think after sort of seven years or so as a relationship manager with Royal Insurance, Martin made a name for himself firstly at Birmingham Midshires and then the new specialist lender startup Ideas. Then after the global financial crisis of 2008, he helped to shape another of the industry's leading mortgage clubs before joining Simply Biz in 2012, where I think now he supports something like 4,000 intermediaries with an extensive mortgage protection and general insurance panel. And don't know how he's done it, but during his illustrious career, he's also found time to be chairman of one of our finest trade bodies, AMI, the Association of Mortgage Intermediaries. Um, outside of work, Martin is one of a plethora of West Brom fans the mortgage industry seems to have, uh, but is also a committed non-league groundhopper. And I'm delighted to say he's joined me on a number of occasions to watch my team, the mighty Silkman, play at Macclesfield Football Club. He's an avid reader, loves live music, and is a collector of the resurgent vinyl record. Martin, it's an absolute pleasure to have you live on air with me today for our Christmas special. Thank you for inviting me, Rob. Did my research make sense? Did it sound about right? It took me back and just meant that I'm old. <laughs> so, come on, how, how did you actually get into the mortgage industry? I know I think I touched on the fact that you probably started off in the insurance side of, of the industry, but then you, you sort of got into the mortgage side. Yeah, I was at Royal Insurance pre there, merger with Sun Alliance, and I, I did various bits in the departments, but I ended up in uh, the mortgage indemnity guarantee oh. claims department in, in the early 90s. I was doing that for probably the last couple of years there uh, and re-underwriting against old policy and then Birmingham Michards, still a cuddly little building society at the time, uh, approached me and said, you know, would you like to come and train our underwriters? And I'm, I don't know anything about mortgages. And they go, well, you know, you don't see the weird and way off that we decline. You don't see the things that fix policy. You see that little bit of grey uh, and, and we like how you underwrite and we'd like you to come over and... Uh, and, and train our underwriters and it started from there they offered me a nice pay rise and as a youngster uh, I just went yes please and I think uh, product development's been on your brief hasn't it as well through that career yeah so after about a year they, they they sort of told me that I was underwriting to a policy that didn't exist um, and that I'd probably be better off in the marketing and products uh, department um, where I went across and sort of helped design the criteria that I was already underwriting to and uh, help BM become a specialist lender. So moving them from the, the building society after Halifax bought them and, and transitioning them into the specialist lender. So, you know, helped me to do the, the product development for Buy to Let 
self-certification and subprime, if we're allowed to use those words these Absolutely. days. What a difference you've made in probably the last sort of 10, 12 years while you've been at, at Simply Biz. I mean, I remember coming to see you at the stadium, I think, when, when you just arrived and you said what the plans were and you've just smashed it out of the park. Yeah, the, the team's done great. We, we've grown over the year. They, they've all embraced what we were we were trying to achieve. So, yeah, I joined in, uh, yeah, I think it was 2012, January 2012, so nearly 11 years. Really enjoyed it. Met some lovely people, worked with a lot of people, and, and, and our members are so passionate uh, about doing the right thing for their customers and their clients. It's it's really good to see, so it's been a pleasure. It's not recognisable from work from the company you joined, so well done, and, and I can't wait to take part in the best of the best again in January all around the country. So, back to what we want to talk about today. We thought it would be fun, and of course slightly seasonal, if we took this episode down the route of Charles Dickens' novel A Christmas Carol, which, if you remember, recounts the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, an elderly miser who's visited by the ghost of his former business partner, Jacob Marley, and then the spirits of Christmas past, present, and yet to come. Uh, but of course putting our own twist on it by looking at the mortgage industry of yesteryear seeing what we've learned from previous events and maybe mistakes we've made looking at the challenges of today and then asking you to get your crystal ball out martin to discuss what the industry might look like in years to come let's have a visit from the ghost of christmas past or the ghost of mortgages past let's have a little bit of a look back through time and and see how maybe global events have affected the markets i mean i had a quick look back um some of some events that have taken place over history have knocked the market significantly and may have led to the country going into recession i mean you, you only have to look at various things that i remember the oil crisis in the late 70s black monday which was a sudden and severe stock market crash in the in the mid to late 80s the tech bubble as we changed millennium and then obviously only more recently the global financial crisis of 2008 the challenges of brexit then covid and then the current cost of living crisis that we've got i mean the common theme to me is that the market always bounces back and in many cases even stronger than than it was before what lessons do you think we've learned or what should we have learned and what tips can we pass on to mortgage brokers now from what we learned previously yeah i think it's definitely different i think 2007 8 was definitely more of a lack of liquidity I think I was at the start. I was at a lender that, that that then unfortunately closed and then moved into a distributor, as you as you imagine. And and I think around that time when it first started, there, there was a phrase that we we used to look and go. You know, you'd look at lenders and you go, are they lending, pretending, or ending? Um, and and we did all three. Um, so you know, unemployment rose. The uncertainty lasted a lot longer than it has this time. I think we all sat there waiting last time, going, if we can get through this quarter, the, the securitisation markets will open, and then they didn't so well. And if we can get to Christmas, they'll open. I think the government acted a lot quicker this time. Yes, some of it was their own making, to be fair, without getting political. But I think that most people didn't know what to do last time because it was coming at them from so many uh, different ways and a lot of it was was out of their control you know what happened uh, over in america etc so i think it's been shorter in as in the the actual key part of that's caused the problem is a lot shorter and i think the government's actually acted a, a lot di- differently and a, and a lot quicker than last time we might not like some some of the medicine that we're now going to have to take but i think we can we can see it's created that stability back uh, into into the market that people can start seeing things that they can move from i i, I think for me the tips that you can do i think it, it will get better you know pricing is coming down you know, I've seen well, at least half a dozen lenders have, have, have dropped their prices in today, yesterday afternoon. 
swaps have stabilised. That that's the key bit. I think that was the challenge of you know, two months ago. Is swaps were were moving so ridiculously up and down every day that if you were working for a lender, it must have been like pinning the tail on a donkey trying to price a product. We've got that stabilisation now. It, it stayed fairly level now for probably the last three or four weeks, and I think that's why we're starting to see lenders coming out with the products, feeling they can cut the rates. They probably all cleared the decks their service is getting a lot better so you can see that but I think we also need to put it in perspective this year and last year are the two biggest years we've had since 2006 so when people say well everything's going to be down from last compared to this year and last year well it is but they're the two biggest years since 2006 so actually if you go back and look at the other years next year is still going to be a very big year in in regards to lending it will be down we thought this year was going to be down at about 280 billion and because of everything that happened we're probably at about 305 310 you know i i think that positivity is there that that and and the tip for me is you know talk to the client bank talk to your client bank very much as as a lot of people did in covid people are out there are worried don't know what's happening and you know i think there'll be people who've even got uh, their mortgage not due till 2024 are probably sat there worried about what's happening now you know just ring them up and talk to them just tell them what's happening you're the experts you know more just just give them that calmness and and i think they'll be a client for life then as well and i think that's really key i think i think you're exactly right don't wait until six months before that customer's mortgage is due to sort of mature get in touch with them now they want an arm around the shoulder don't they they want reassurance if you can give it to them and i think you're right i think we've turned the corner we're starting to see rates come down i think in real terms there is optimism there this this sort of short sort of dip in 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 sort of activity rate increases etc is nothing like the global financial crisis of 2008 and the recovery is already showing really good signs of traction which is great so there's a little bit of optimism but get close to your customers stay close with them too as well wrap your arms around them now not leaving it too late until their mortgage is ready to uh, to sort of mature the bits for me as well is if, if we look at last time we've said you know this is the biggest market since 2006 in 2006 there were 30 plus thousand brokers yeah, there's about 17 18 thousand brokers here, and we're doing a bigger percentage of the market than we were doing in 2006. So the clients are there, the client bank's there, it's about talking to them. And I think when you're talking to them, it is start to to be open with them that, yeah, you know, if you've taken a right out in the last couple of years at one and a bit, two and a bit, it's not going to be anywhere near that when you come out of it in a couple of years' time. So get them to think about preparing it. So if those sort of people, in some of the brokers that, that, that we deal with have already started doing this and, and have given great feedback in, they're starting to talk to those customers and say, look, this is what your payments might be looking like. Are you okay with that? If they're saying yes, well, maybe start to head towards that already and maybe start making overpayments if your mortgage allows you. So actually, they're already getting used to paying more, but at the same time, they're reducing the capital. Yeah. So actually, when they come to do the remortgage or the product transfer, they might have actually drop down an LTV banding as well in that period, which means, again, they could get a lower rate than maybe they think they can get. No, it's all about... They're not going to get that from social media. They're not going to get that from the press. And they're probably not going to get that from walking into a, a, a branch of a lender as well. So that that's the skill set I think our market's got. Totally. And as a, as, a, as a mortgage professional, which I'd class myself as, I still go and use a broker because the broker knows all the routes to market, knows things that we don't know. Um, and I think when you've got Martin Lewis advising his, his sort of listeners and viewers to say, go and find yourself a good mortgage broker, which I think is key. I think that's a real good shot in the arm for our industry. And 80% isn't off the cards, is it? We, we, we're right in the vast majority of the business. So the door is closed on the ghost of Christmas past and welcome the ghost of Christmas present. So as we come into the present, we've obviously been 
we're faced with more challenging times than we've ever been with the war in Ukraine, political turmoil that we've we've sort of experienced, and probably the most important thing, the current cost of living crisis. According to a recent survey um, that we commissioned at Pepper Money in association with YouGov, 71% of people are concerned about the financial situation as a direct result of the cost of living crisis. 76% have said that just a £100 increase in their monthly bills will have a significant impact on the finances, and 81% think that current and economic situation will make it harder for them to get a mortgage. And, and, and you know, striking stat as well, 37% say that their financial situation is negatively impacting their mental health, which is, which is really concerning. Um, how do you think, Martin? I, I think social media has blown up in the industry over the last sort of three or four months. How do you think we as an industry have rallied round each other over the past few weeks and months? And, and how important has the reaction that you've seen from lenders and brokers been? I think it's been brilliant. I think we're a very resilient market. We always have done, you know, it brushes itself down, it adapts and then it prospers. But I think it's been really stressful. I think we can't hide that. You know, it, the last three years, you talk to a lot of brokers and they've probably had their best three years when it comes to the financial aspect of it, but probably their most stressful three years. And this last, you know, three, four months have been off the scale on that. So I think there is that. I, I think... It's been hard work, you know, with the, with the rate pulls from lenders. We appreciate where lenders have been, but but also, you know, brokers on a consistent basis have been, you know, working till midnight trying to get cases in before rates change. And you know, they you know their their days aren't their own. They don't know what's going to happen. And you know, getting rate pulls at three o'clock to be in by eight. It's it's you know both work wise of of being able to manage that, and also you know home home life has has, has been quite poor. I, I think what what has been good is I think the industry has stepped up from an educational point because I think if we'd have sat there and just listened to the you know the mainstream media and social media and that you know the, the customers wouldn't get out of bed because you know it's all doom and gloom you know the number of people from in our industry have actually put themselves on national radio and national TV and the local TV to actually put the right perspective on it is something I've never seen before and I think that that that's really good because even now we're not seeing the news items saying that rates are coming down we only saw it when they were going up and being pulled so we need to keep getting those messages out but I, I think the mental bit is 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 uh, really important and challenging and we're one of the uh, original signatories of uh, the mortgage industry mental health charter and and I'd stress that every broker should should maybe go and look at the website which is mimhc.co.uk and and that's got lots of information um, to help you as, as, as a firm if you've got staff if you revise yourself of where you can go and, and things to do to help yourself and help your staff and I think it's really important you know it's free to join the charters there we want more firms to sign up to it it's not something that you have to pay for it's not something that you have to do onerous chats it's it's just that bit of the want to help the want to make sure that we're, we're looking after our staff I mean that's that's brilliant have a, have a listen at that and, and, and look up with that website guys because I think I think you're right dealing with at its peak I think it was something like 900 product withdrawals in one day um, retrospective product product pulls pulls with very very short sort of notice periods I think lenders probably as lenders we have to have a look at ourselves and try and make make a real conscious effort to, to give as much time as we can because you're right working till midnight isn't good missing kids Christmas concerts to, to sort of place a deal for your customer isn't good and if you're not careful as well brokers who don't like the hard sell can have quite easily turned into a hard salesman because they're having to ring a customer only hours after producing an illustration saying if you want that deal you need to sign it now and that'll 
be alien to what what they normally approach the sales process. Absolutely, customers were used to taking a week or so to to, to make their decisions, and I think it, it's not stopped now. I think new business has slowed down, but what we're seeing is now is is, a, is a brokers and advisors out there now actually trying to change the price of the products that they've 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 advised on over the last month and a half that haven't gone to offer or completion yet and seeing how they can get them on the newer rates as they're coming down so a lot of brokers now are actually doing the work twice to make sure that the client is still going to get the best deal right to the last minute so I think I think we seem to be coming out of the end of this sort of three or four months of, of turmoil, which is great. There is opportunities there for brokers and for customers. Rates are coming down. I think we agree that rates will settle, which they are doing, but sadly they'll be at a higher rate than people have been useful to the last from the last fifteen years. Absolutely, it was heading that way anyway. Yeah. I, I think the rates it had run its term, hadn't it? It had, and they'd been slowly going up. I think all that's happened is it was turbocharged in in September, October, and I think where we're probably going to land in the next few months is probably where we would have landed maybe at the end of next year, early twenty twenty four. It's just that unfortunately that the people that are maturing in the in the next sort of the last three months and the next twelve months are, are just going to be hit earlier than they probably would have expected. Some of those may have got one more really good deal before before they've moved on. But I think the predictions are already pulling the sort of peak of 6% bank base rates down. So I think I think that's starting to feed through into into optimism. Well, if you see the swap rates, I think most of the market's priced in it's about 4% high, you know, and if that stays that 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 that's brilliant. And again, for for sort of non-bank lenders, which Pepper are obviously one of, we just need a bit of stability to people to become confident again in the securitization models. So I think let's let's just continue with a little bit longer of stability, and I think the markets will will come back really really well, which is great. So I think that leads us on quite nicely, really. The uh, the ghost of Christmas present has left, and this is where Mystic Martin comes to play with the ghost of Christmas yet to come. And I think what what I'm going to open up this with ties in beautifully with what you've said. And and I heard a phrase the other the day, Martin, that I think sums up our industry really well. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. And I think that's a really, really good way of thinking about the mortgage industry for everything that we've said, the industry coming together. And I echo 100% what you've said. We've seen so many mortgage brokers on the televisions, on the radios, people that you don't normally see that have really stood up. And I think they've flown our flag with absolute dignity and, and real professionalism. So we will come through the current challenges and only become stronger, I think. But but when I talk to leading industry figures now about what's on their current agendas, a lot of them are suggesting things um, that we need to do now, to take action now, to make sure that our future is brighter. And a couple of things that are right at the top of those agendas, and it'd be interesting to get your take on it, are consumer duty, which seems to be probably everybody's number one, which is probably knocked off the number one slot, the green agenda. So I think there's two sort of areas there that I think are very, very topical, and we need to do something and address things in those directions now to make sure the future is right. What's your take on it? Yeah, I, I think consumer duty is is the biggest regulatory change that we've had for for, for a number of years, probably since uh, MCD. All, although what you will find is most brokers will be doing everything that's expected on there. I think the challenge, as always is with, with regulation, is being able to prove it. It's yeah. that rec- record keeping. It's being able to have things written down rather than we did the right thing, but we didn't document it. It's being able to get hold of the data to prove it, to look at it, to monitor it and use the data to change it if it's if it's not working. It's actually an opportunity to reassess your business model as well, 
because you are going to have to look at your whole business of, of how it operates, what it does, what technology it uses, how it interacts with customers, lenders, providers. And I think it's actually, you know, it is a bit quieter now and we are starting to see a lot more firms now ask more questions about technology, ask more questions about protection because they're looking at their business models and going, what does that look like now for the next 12, 24, 36 months? And, and consumer duty is going to be part of that, that it'll give you a... a an excellent opportunity to, to look at that and making sure that you, you're heading in the right direction, but also giving the clients the right outcome and, and, and making sure that you you can evidence that for them if, if if anything happens. So I think that's key. I think green is definitely there. Um, it is a challenge at the moment because, you know, you see how much it costs to retrofit a house and then you've got the cost to live in, you've got mortgage rates going up. So again, I think the government's got a, a very big challenge there, but, you know, we do know that 20, 23% of carbon emissions in the UK come from the home so it, it is about looking at how we can do that and it's how we can educate and we got you know we, we were part of the instigation of the mortgage climate action group but we do need the government to give us a bit more clarity you know we've had the buy to let going around it's 2025 at sea but is, is that going to happen yeah. if not I'd rather we'd rather know because then it's about planning properly and talking to landlords properly and, and doing that but it, it, it's important we need we need to do it you can see it's it needs to be done, but just little bits will help. And I think it's getting those little bits of information out and, and getting brokers talking to customers and getting them thinking about it. And, and be assured in a future episode of the podcast, the specialist will be will be concentrating on that. Richard, your colleague Richard is going to come on and join me from the action group to talk about about that. And we just got to make sure that it's not just greenwashed. It's, it's got to be done now to make the future better. Uh, it would be wrong of me coming from an unashamedly specialist lender not to say to you, what's the shape of the specialist market going forward? Do brokers need to embrace it even more? And uh, and if they don't, they're probably missing out. Absolutely. The, the market will change. It always does when there's there's been an event, shall we say. Will the high street lenders tighten criteria? Probably. It might be more around being more cautious on affordability, all those sort of areas. So, you know, things that maybe were a, were a C pass might become a C decline. It doesn't mean the customer's bad Absolutely or not. nothing something's gone wrong with the customer it's just the appetite of, of maybe the high street might change which which as always in these pushes them into the market of the specialist market the building societies who, who are more flexible as well and it just makes those markets there and that's why you always see after there's been a downturn there's normally a, a an increase in the number of specialist lenders in the market as as people know that there's a gap to be filled there's, there's people need that help and that you know individual underwriting or a uh, a wider scorecard that lets more through in the right in the right manner comes to it so you know i think that always works always does so just conscious of time and we're, we're sort of hastening now towards the sort of festive season um couple of things to finish with give our listeners an early christmas present martin what's your top tip for the future one thing that they can start maybe doing now that they might see the benefits of in the future we touched on it earlier and it's about talk to customers stay close to them you know call them newsletters get them there you know they need you more than ever let them know that you're there you know don't wait for them to find you again because they might not because somebody else might be being more proactive that, that customer is, is is your future as well. So just keep close to them, get information out to them, just make sure that they know that you're the person they need to talk to whenever they get the letter from the lender saying time to pick a new rate or they're looking to move house. Brilliant. And again, just with a bit of fun to finish off with, pulling Christmas crackers over the, uh, over the turkey or nut roast lunch. Come on then, what's your favourite ever, all-time Christmas cracker joke? Oh, that's a tricky one because they're all bad, aren't they, if, if we're being honest. But... Um, Probably my favourite one was, why was the turkey in the pop group? Why was the turkey in the pop group? 
because he was the only one with drumsticks. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Um, that was Martin's, not mine. Brilliant, mate. Just just one final thing before we go. How how do people find out more about you and Simply Biz? Yeah, www.simplybizmortgages.co.uk. You can follow us also on LinkedIn or on Twitter. But yeah, just, just drop us a line, give us a call, and one of the team would be more than happy to have a chat. Brilliant. Martin, thanks so much for talking with us today. It's been really enlightening to hear your thoughts on the mortgage industry, past, present and future. And whilst, of course, there's lots of challenging times at present, it's really good to hear that there are also green shoots of optimism. So all that leaves me to do is shake you warmly by the hand and not kiss you under the mistletoe, which I've honestly only just spotted above our heads, and wish you, Parved, and all the family a really happy Christmas. And of course, here's hoping you clock up lots more non-league football grounds in 2023. Thanks for having me. Of course, a big thank you also goes to you, our listeners. And here's wishing you and yours a very happy Christmas and prosperous new year. This has been The Specialist, our Christmas episode, brought to you by Pepper Money. If you love the content today, then let us know on social media by using our hashtag, hashtag Pepper Specialist Podcast, and hit follow to get notified when our next episode releases. Mm-hmm.